0: For us as a company and for kind of myself, it's all about minimising risk for any patients. Realistically, if we're moving from hospital to hospital and we potentially catch coronavirus, you know, we could put people at kind of a lot of risk. Medical sales reps play a vital role in the awareness, distribution, education and supply of medicines, pharmaceutical products, medical devices and therapies. COVID-19 has drastically changed the healthcare landscape. It has changed the way we care, communicate, and experience healthcare. Elective surgeries are currently canceled, which has impacted the way sales reps can collaborate in surgeries. Our marketing and branding manager, Haley Webb, met with field sales manager, Richard Dexter, to find out what impact it's had on him and his team.
1: Hi, Richard. Thanks for uh, meeting with us today uh, to talk about you and what you do. Um, First of all, i ask for a little induction about, about what that is.
0: Okay. So I'm a field sales manager for a medical device company. Um, what that means is that I still uh, am out in the field helping and supporting our customers, but also I manage a team of three um, who are all sales reps out in the field as well.
1: Okay, great. And as we sit here, uh, the current landscape is that uh, coronavirus is currently um, changing the way that everyone's working. We're all sat here very nicely so social distancing um, to make sure that we can still get this content out. But um, we'll talk about that a little bit later. But first of all, I really want to understand what it is um, a sales rep within a hospital setting does. Yep. Um So if you could just give us a little bit of an idea about what you would do on a day to day basis.
0: Yeah, so we work in the surgical division, so that looks at potentially endo cutters, energy devices, sutures, so a variety of aspects within the theatre environment. So what we do is help to support um, cases with regards to using our products most effectively, but also help with the support and training of nurses to upskill them with regards to our products so everything kind of works correctly and how it should do within the theatre and within the operations, which ends up being kind of the best for the patient really.
1: And who would be the key people that you need to build relationships with in the
0: hospital? So obviously surgeons are very important with regards to, you know, they're the ones doing the operations, they're the ones that are going to be hands-on with the product. Also the nurses and especially the scrub nurses who are going to be loading devices or potentially, you know, opening the devices to keep it kind of sterile for the surgeons. And then obviously we work with a variety of stakeholders. So we work with, you know, obviously procurement who obviously we speak to surrounding pricing and trying to get the best price for the hospital and just a variety of you know stakeholders potentially it could go up to you know board level with regards to certain aspects that we can do as well so it's pretty much the whole hospital as, as a whole infection control has a massive part of it as well we speak uh, to infection control about certain products that can help reduce surgical site infections within the hospital as well.
1: Okay great and just taking it back a step I'd really like to understand how you um, understand your career a little bit more and how you got to where you are today. Yeah, and no, the journey abs- within within. Your yeah, role.
0: absolutely. So the journey within my role. So I actually came on board uh, in the grad scheme. Um, I actually came from the UK, so I was in the grad scheme in the UK for about a year, and then moved into a, field, um, a sales role within the medical device field. Stayed in that role for about two years. Was um, operating out of London Hospital, so working alongside kind of St George's. Um, Also Royal Sussex, so big hospitals within the UK, and then got transferred out here with the company to Australia. So um, that was a really good career move for me. Um, And then just recently got a role as a field sales manager. So that's once again just kind of just progressing my career within the company. Um, With regards to training, they offered really great training. So I went to Hamburg for about five weeks, learning all the products Um, also learning anatomy. So anatomy is really important, knowing what's going to be used where. And why for that reason. So, for instance, if you're looking at sutures, what polymers are going to be in, kind of what procedures, um, kind of what kind of uh, like organs, etc. And why they're used and what certain needles would be used in certain kind of aspects of um, skin, etc. So, yeah, that's kind of my story and my timeline.
1: (laughs) It sounds incredibly interesting. Um, If you were going to speak to somebody that was considering a career as a sales rep, what, what would you say to them?
0: Yeah, I think it's like a really, really good job to get into. It's incredibly interesting. Um, It really, really kind of helps develop your kind of, uh, if you're intellectually stimulated with regards to kind of anatomy and like processes and the way it works, I think it's really, really good. Um, With regards to speaking to various stakeholders, you get a different perspective from different viewpoints. Obviously, surgeons might have different viewpoints to procurement. So it's really about gaining those understandings and it's really kind of something that, you know, I really enjoy and I think a lot of people would enjoy.
1: And how does it make you feel working in healthcare?
0: Um, Yeah, it's really good because obviously patients are always at the forefront. With any of our products, we help to make them, you know, that's best for the patient. And knowing that, you know, even just a little strand of suture makes such uh, such a big difference to a patient, it really actually makes you feel pretty good that you're working for kind of companies that are actually helping to provide for that.
1: Great stuff. Okay I want to talk a little bit about what's the new landscape. So obviously um, in terms of uh, coronavirus and and COVID-19 and some of the restrictions that have been put in place um, this has massively changed for you over the last few weeks and even likely the last few days. Can you give us a little insight into that?
0: Yeah no absolutely. So a lot of hospitals um, have put restrictions on obviously movement within those hospitals. So At the moment, kind of the majority of the hospitals in New South Wales is only for essential use. Now, it's kind of a variance whether what is essential. Obviously, some orthopaedic surgeons like to have their rep in there with regards to knees and those sorts of things. So they're able to go in with regards to potentially devices that they're already using and they feel comfortable in using. Then that might not be seen as essential. So for us as a company and for kind of myself, it's all about minimising risk for you know, any patients. Realistically, if we're moving from hospital to hospital and we potentially catch coronavirus, you know, we could put people at kind of a lot of risk. So at the moment, it's all about, you know, just following the hospital guidelines and making sure that, you know, if we have any symptoms or anything like that, obviously self-isolate, but a lot of it's working at home at the moment and trying to upskill ourselves. So that's kind of looking at modules, uh, online training, and these sorts of things so that when we are able to go back into the field, we're able to be kind of even more useful and kind of back on, the, you know, that side of things.
1: And what are some of the biggest challenges? Uh,
0: probably connecting with the customer at the moment. Um, you know, some people can connect with their customer over text or over, you know, potentially Microsoft Teams or things like that. And. Um, but they're very, very busy at the moment. So it's one of those ones where, you know, we're here to support them and we're here to help them, but we don't want to be, you know, pushy or trying to get in front of them or anything like that. We're very respectful. Um, So I think that's probably the biggest challenge with regards to, you know, trying to connect with our customer without trying to, you know, potentially disrupt anything that they're doing. Um, We still do counts in hospitals, and that's all to do with just taking the pressure off the hospital so, you know, nurses, you know, they're under great stress and not great pressure at the moment. So anything that we can do, so go in, count the stock and make sure that, you know, it's replenished correctly. Um, then that's going to be useful for the hospital.
1: And is it impacting the delivery of healthcare care from, from that side of things?
0: Um, I imagine in certain companies it is. Um, Logistic wise, a lot of our products, uh, you know, we've got very good supply of them. But I imagine for smaller companies or potentially companies that work in, you know, China and it's kind of made in China. And um, obviously there will be a kind of bit of disruption. But with regards to surgeries at the moment, obviously, you know, it's elective surgeries have gone down due to the coronavirus. So fingers crossed, like Stock's Good for kind of all the companies that are involved and all the um, surgeons and you know patients will still be able to get, you know, the products that they need great stuff
1: and how are you and your team adapting
0: um so like i was saying before i think virtual training is really important at the moment and um, connecting with our customers through you know virtual wind services potentially is something that you know we're looking at kind of going down the lines um but that's kind of the kind of the real is just upskilling ourselves and making sure that when coronavirus kind of has finished and has petered out we're ready to go we're kind of you know we've done all our kind of logistics behind it we've upskilled ourselves in potentially anatomy or potentially on you know the products etc so that we're going to be kind of our best selves for when we kind of kind of hit the market again
1: great um do you think it's going to have a lasting impact on sales reps within surgical devices
0: um i think it's potentially we may have to sell differently or ha- may have to you know, adapt differently. Um, I think some people have accounts that are kind of five hours, six hours away. So I think potentially if we get onto kind of using virtual ways of connecting with our customers, I think that's something that's definitely going to be going forward in the future. Um, with regards to actually you know, our day-to-day processes, I, I can't see it changing too much. Um, I think everybody needs to know how the product is going to work kind of most effectively in theaters. And you're going to need reps there to support so and also after coronavirus there's going to be a lot of elective cases that need to be caught up so we're here that we're here to just support the hospitals for when you know they are going to have an influx of patients um so i can only see it actually getting quite busy uh, once this has all died down with regards to coronavirus
1: and do you think that's a that's a benefit moving forward doing more virtual activity
0: um Potentially, I think you can reach more people. Um, I think that it is limited because I think that face-to-face interaction is still vitally important. Um, But I definitely think there's ways of, you know, you can connect with the customer as well as doing your face-to-face that potentially may save them time. Uh, They may not have to, you know, come see, you know, be in a room for an hour. They might be, be able to have like pockets of information in which they can actually, you know, get better understanding without having to give one of us a call, which potentially we might play phone tag for like, you know, half a day and then finally get through to them and they're able to access that information. So I think that's something that potentially may come out of all of this. But with regards to day to day activities, I still think it will be vitally important. The training of nurses, helping support nurses and helping support surgeons within the uh, operating theatre. I can't see changing too much.
1: And if you were um, going to give some advice to sales reps currently and and to deal with this current environment, what would it, what would it be?
0: Um, I think probably one of the main advices is still connecting with your customers, but you know you've got to be very careful of how you do that. Um, at the moment, for a sales rep, obviously it, they'll probably struggle to be out in the field in some aspects. Um, you know, it might be different for kind of more essential um, kind of surgery, but. I'd say just upskill yourself, upskill yourself, make sure that, you know, you are learning about anatomy, you're learning about your products inside out. So then when, you know, this all dies down, you're ready to go, really.
1: Great stuff. Well, thanks for chatting with us, Richard. Really appreciate it.
0: No worries. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. You can stream all our original podcasts, on Apple Podcast, Spotify and
1: SoundCloud.